Bretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many it is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021 Oh, MP, it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe, but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting. If you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet, you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself, and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the wellness breakthrough from February 5 to 7. Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Streslecki ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. This podcast is brought to you by my new book, Rock Bottom. Bouncing back from rock bottom need not always be a complex recovery process that requires a degree in psychiatry to understand. Sometimes you just need real, simple, actionable advice that you can understand and follow step by step to find peace, healing and confidence. After getting divorced in 2013, I hit my rock bottom, physically, mentally and financially. I know what rock bottom is like and I know what I did to recover. This book is my story, but also the simple, actionable steps I took, and you can too, to bounce back from rock bottom and live the life you always dreamed of. Don't lose years of precious time with your family and friends. Read the book, take the actions, and start the path to recovery now. Marcus Pierce has called it a confronting memoir addressing the three words we fear most. Who am I? While Cindy O'Meara says it is a timeless book, Fred has mastered how to go from rock bottom and find a way back to the top. Grab your copy of Rock Bottom by heading to rockbottombook.com.au or clicking on the link in the show notes. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, two and a half million care home residents in England will be offered a free supply of vitamin D by the government as researchers investigate whether there's a link between vitamin D levels and risk or severity of acute respiratory infections including COVID-19. The free deliveries of four months' worth of vitamin D to care homes will start this month, as the PHE, Public Health England, recognises that the combination of an English winter and COVID lockdowns will leave people even more vulnerable to vitamin D deficiency than usual. The PHE advises everyone to take 10 micrograms of vitamin D a day between October and early March, particularly the elderly, people who don't go outside, and those with dark skin. The English Health and Social Care Secretary, Matt Hancock, said, The government is taking action to ensure vulnerable individuals can access a free supply to last them through the darker winter months. This will support their general health, keep their bones and muscles healthy, and crucially, reduce the pressure on our NHS. Research is ongoing to investigate the link between vitamin D and COVID-19 protection, including a project at Queen Mary University of London, 
Investigating if correcting people's vitamin D deficiencies over winter can reduce the risk and or severity of COVID-19 and other acute respiratory infections. Hancock has asked PHE and the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence to look at existing evidence on the link between vitamin D and COVID-19 to ensure we explore every potential opportunity to beat this virus as research continues on the issue. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is it's great to see a focus on prevention, on immunity, and on the resilience of the host when it comes to acute respiratory infections, including COVID-19. It seems like that has been somewhat lost in the debate we've had so far as, as we've discussed what to do about this pandemic that's spreading all around the world and how we can prevent not only this, but potentially future outbreaks of this or other acute respiratory infections as well. I think it's really important we look at what the research is telling us about the resilience of the host, about comorbidities and and the increased risk that the health of our nations, the health of the world, the chronic disease epidemic that we're seeing around the world, how that is impacting on the risk of, once again, COVID-19 and other acute respiratory infections causing such huge devastating effects all around the world now and again in the future. So it is great to see a recognition of the importance of vitamin D. I think this research has been coming out over the last couple of decades and I think it's really well established now that the importance of vitamin D, whether that be vitamin D supplementation or whether that be ensuring we are getting out and getting those 20 minutes a day of sunshine to ensure that our bodies are producing adequate amounts of vitamin D as well. Of course, more research needs to be done, especially in relation to something like COVID-19, which is still a very recent pandemic. There hasn't been a lot of time to delve into all this sort of research to get good quality research done, to get good quality research out there and peer-reviewed and all those sort of things. So, you know, more is needed to determine what impact vitamin D can have, particularly in this instance, But, you know, actions like this are going to allow a lot more of that research to be done as well. You know, with millions of people being given this vitamin D supplementation, it's a huge opportunity for the British government to study that and to see what happens to those who do take it versus those who don't and how that impacts on their risk of COVID-19 and other respiratory illnesses, as well as how it impacts on the severity of the symptoms they get from COVID-19 and other respiratory illnesses as well. So, It's an exciting time to see what research can be done into the impacts of vitamin D in that regard. And, you know, hopefully other governments will follow suit and encourage similar schemes around the world to uh, not only supplement for vitamin D, but just to generally focus on improving the immune function of the population and their resilience and their ability to resist these diseases. And it does make you wonder what else could be considered in a similar vein. You know, is it time we start looking at dietary interventions and see what different diets, the the impact they're having. We already know the impact they're having on those comorbidities I mentioned earlier, but does that then translate into an impact on these acute respiratory infections? What about exercise? Does that have a role to play here in, once again, not only reducing these comorbidities, uh, but potentially reducing the severity of symptoms and possibly even the ultimate risk of acute respiratory infections? What about Time out in nature, as we're noticing here with the sunshine. What about rest? You know, all these factors we've talked about for years and years on This Week in Wellness. What impact can we have by encouraging these interventions on a global scale in terms of people's immunity and in terms of their risk of disease? And what impact will that have on the death rate, on the cost, both individually and to the government of these kind of pandemics? So, 
you know, it's great that there's more focus on prevention and resistance. Long may it continue. May this spread around the world. And hopefully the research that comes out as a result of these sort of interventions is able to really once and for all show the benefit of these sort of preventative measures and can help them become more and more mainstream as the years go on. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.